The Welsh Wire, where talent and business connect in West Michigan. The Welsh Wire features moderator Mike Rogers and professional recruiting expert Sherry Welsh in this weekly podcast. Listen in as leaders from a wide array of small to mid-sized West Michigan companies weigh in and share their experiences and insights on a variety of business topics, including employee retention challenges and recruitment success stories. Hi, this is Mike Rogers with another great Welsh Wire conversation. Now, here's Sherry Welsh. Good day and welcome back to the Welsh Wire. It's Sherry Welsh. Welsh and Associates Talent Acquisition Experts in Kalamazoo, and we're back to talk with another fantastic West Michigan business leader. Today, we're talking about winning the war for talent with culture, a unique take on uh, talent acquisition, and I am so thrilled to have as our guest today, Stacy Paul. Stacy is the CEO of Array of Engineers in Grand Rapids. If you're wondering what that is, hang on, because we're going to define it in just a minute. Stacy, thanks for being our guest today on The Welsh Wire. Thank you so much for having me. So glad to hear your story. Um, you and I got acquainted through the Michigan 50 Companies to Watch program. We got introduced through that because you were, in 2020, one of Michigan's 50 companies to watch. How exciting is that? Congratulations. Thank you so much. It's such a big honor. But, you know, let's back up from that great honor you got last year. Let's go back to the beginning. You have a great story to tell about how Array of Engineers, your company, was born. So share with us a little bit about how that came to be. Sure. Um, So, Um, My background is aerospace engineering, and I'm originally from northern Michigan. Um, It's Johannesburg, Michigan, very small town. Um, Johannesburg, Lewiston. Yeah. (laughs) Know that area. A little bit of potato farming, I think, up in that area, right? Yeah, that's my dad, was a potato farmer, and my (laughs) grandfather. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Yep, and my brother. (laughs) Wonderful. Um, That's great. Yeah. Um, so moved back to Michigan um, in the mid to late 2000s um, after we um, uh, started to have a family, loved Michigan, um, was in Texas at the time, and um, just wanted to move back to the Midwest, and West Michigan is a, a great place um, to be. And so um, for the company, why we started the company, um, kind of threw around the idea for for many years and and really wanted to do something um, more for our community and just create something um, that was very um, innovative and promote um, high technology um, in the engineering realm. Um, Right. So many times I had seen in the past, um, so many companies would, um, especially in the engineering world where you might have an engineer and you kind of put them in a spot and that's where they work and they continually work in that area over and over again for right. many years. And then you get very complacent, right? And yep. um, but, but they're really potential. Their potential is so much more. And so, yeah, and you had seen this. you When you and I chatted, you said that you had yeah. seen this over and over with people yeah. As you worked for other companies, you'd seen engineers that really had a desire to kind of move out of that box 
where corporate America had placed them to do more things, to broaden their experience. And corporate America kind of said, no, this is really where we want you. This is the right place. And people felt a little trapped, stifled in their careers, right? Yeah, yeah. So really want to do something that would allow people to, you know, really become the the best professionally and personally that they could become and to help right. help and leverage innovation and creativity with that. Um, and then the other big passion that I have is um, promoting STEM. I think it's super important for us to give back to our community, um, whether your community is your school or your your, your town or your, your state or your country and, and just um, to give back in that way. And so I think that's super important and to be, be involved with that. So um, create something that that was one of your, one of our core values also, because I think that is, um, you know, something that people should live by. And, and sometimes um, you might not give back because the opportunity is not there. And then you do it and you're like, oh, that's not so bad. That's actually really fun. Um, Right. Well, you know, and a lot of companies have a mission or or pick a a cause that they want to support. But for you, you really felt like STEM was it, which I think is pretty cool because, you know, we hear a lot about STEM, but uh, being a woman engineer, being a female in engineering is still kind of unique, right? Mm -hmm. And promoting STEM careers, especially for women, Wow. I mean, what an attractive thing for you to be able to do and to rally a team around being a female engineer. I think that's incredible. Yeah. It's really great. Although promoting STEM careers in general to students, you know, all across the board is so, so important because, um, I mean, that's really going to be our future, I think, here in Michigan, don't you? Oh, it is. And, And the thing is, like, STEM is so especially now and anytime in the future, depending on no matter what you do, whether you, you know, if you're a doctor, it'd be helpful to learn, you know, your system that you're using um, your, your, um, to, for your patients, or if you're an actual engineer, you know, of course you're going to use it then, but then anything that you do, even teachers with the technology that you use for your students, and especially in this virtual world that we're in right now, it's, it's so important um, yes. to learn, learn it. Yes. So for you, starting your business wasn't necessarily about building a better mousetrap. It was about building a better culture, a better place to de- for, for engineers to grow and develop personally and professionally, and a better place for the members of an organization, the, the team members in a business, to come together and to support a work that they all live and breathe in every day and care about. And that's STEM. I mean, that was really the driver, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. That sort of the work product and how you do that was almost secondary, which I think is so cool and so (laughs) unique. So that was just, I mean, it sounds like that was something that was just kind of developing and kind of churning in you for what, a number of years? Yeah. So, um, yeah. So I thought about it for many, many years trying, you know, and then took the jump um, in, January of 2018 is when I officially took the jump, was just kind of in the right place um, in my life and just um, felt that if I didn't do it right now, then it it probably would not happen. So started it in 2018 with um, our the core values in my head that that's what we were going to kind of have always and, and work towards and started it in our house in our and then ended up in the basement and was here for 
for longer than what we wanted to be. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> that happens in startups, right? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But then always kind of went back to our core values of um, what we wanted the company, what, what the company we wanted it to be become. And so um, I think that's always important. And even when you're, um, when we hire people, sometimes it's more important to even you know, talk about those and see if they're a good fit then more so than if they might um, know a technology because most of the times anybody can learn a technology, but kind of what your core values are is um, it, it's pretty important to us. Yeah, absolutely. And we haven't even talked about what it is you do, yeah. what kind of engineering work you do. All we're focusing on is culture, which for our yeah. listeners, if you're getting that, I mean, this has been the foundation to Stacy's success in an organization is making it all about culture and those core values and hiring for that first, secondarily for the skill sets to be able to do the kind of business our clients are looking for. But let's go back to those core values, Stacey. Tell sure. us about those core values that you created. What what do they sound like? What do they what do they look like? Give them to us. Yeah. So um, promotion of innovation and creativity. So that kind of goes to the um, you know not ever wanting to put somebody in a box, allowing them to expand um, and be super creative, no matter what the task is. You know, not like you have to do A B C, but maybe you want to do C D F. Um, so always taking that into account is very important to us. And that goes along with helping each employee reach their highest potential. So um, I think that's very important, whether it's personally or professionally on both of those aspects. Um, and then the promotion of STEM um, in our community and helping our community um, become more STEM engaged um, is very, very important to us. And then, of course, customer-focused partnerships because you have to have a good relationship, an open communication with your customers in order for that to be successful. Right, right. Great values. I'm assuming that someone who doesn't pass all four doesn't pass go. <laughs> in the first interview at your organization, <laughs> or they just don't fit. Yeah, and that's okay. <laughs> right, right, because yeah. this is why you formed the company. So when yeah. you find someone who embraces this, which candidly, who would not want to embrace this, what a great environment. What is the work that you that you do for your clients? Talk about that a little bit. Sure. So on a super high level, we do um, embedded software and embedded hardware, um, embedded systems in general. Um, for aerospace, space and defense, medical device, um, IoT customers. So um, we design um, the, the software that makes things run pretty much right. at a high level. And then a big thing, a big core competency that we have is the, the testing, the automation of that, the testing automation of it, and making sure that the software that's developed um, and the hardware that's developed works together the way it's supposed to be based on what the requirements are. Yeah, exactly. The IoT putting it all together. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. great. That is terrific. So what were some of the challenges that you faced in those early days of your business? I mean, you mentioned one, working in the we're working in the basement. We were in the basement yeah. a long time, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was um definitely one of the challenges was um Finding a location, so finding a, um, a place where we were going to, to move to actually have an office, um, that was quite challenging. Um, uh, we 
uh, couldn't find one that maybe the terms were about right as a startup, you know, we couldn't really sign a long-term lease because, you know, in 10 years, we didn't know what we were going to be and how many people there were going to be right. on our team. And so that um, was a bit challenging for us. Um, and then just the normal, I'm sure, startup challenges that somebody might have along the way. But we definitely, um, what I learned very early on was to have um, not only a good team of array of engineers, we have a great core team that we have, and then our whole team, but then also having a good team of, I have an amazing friend who is a, who's a banker. And so she helped us out at the very beginning so much as when we had our first client and I'm like, Oh my goodness, we need a a bank account. And so she brought the paperwork over to our house so we could sign it to get an official bank account. I mean, and then having a lawyer who's out, you know, looking out for you. So I have a friend who's, who's a lawyer who always, you know, we can reach out to him and I know that he has our best interests and I don't have to be an expert in all of that, especially right now with, you know, the pandemic happening and, and, you know, making sure that we have a professional that you can reach out to that you can trust. And then an accountant, like a very, an accountant who's there, who understands um, that system. And so I think getting, getting to understand that you can't do everything and that you have to find professionals who it's their job to, to learn the system, um, I think was a um, something very, a, a lesson very important to learn. <laughs> yes, yes. And obviously you've built that team very well because you sound like you've got it all covered right now. And although it was a yeah. challenge in the beginning, assembling it, it sounds like it's running yeah. well, really yeah. well. And yeah. it sounds like too that, that you know, one of the things you didn't mention that a lot of people talk about in that startup phase is hiring the right talent, you know, getting the right people on the team. But again, you've developed a culture and core values that makes your organization so attractive to people. You know, it doesn't seem like that was a problem for you. Were you able to fully implement this vision for your culture, like right off the bat, or did it take some time to catch hold? Talk about that a little bit, if you would. Sure. So definitely it takes time, right? And in every decision that you might have to make, you have to kind of Sometimes you start going in a way, in a, a path, and then you're like, well, I don't know if this is really following our core values. Maybe we should take a pause and, yeah, and reevaluate that what, what we're doing. Um, we, I have a fabulous uh, a core team that we work with, um, that there's five of us, and we sit down and we talk about our, our goals as a company. And we have our three-month goals, our six-month goals, our one-year goals, and then our super far-out goals because it's important to, you know, have big dreams and stuff too. And then always looking back at our core values and thinking, um, you know, if these are the right goals for us at the time. And they change, like, based on what our goals were from, you know, last year in right. January to, like, this year. It's completely different because we're in a different world. So and it, it's it's okay to change what your goals are going to be. That's um, right. Yeah, you, keep you have to be flexible values. Yeah. 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 You really do. Yeah. You're right. I mean, you got to keep your eye on the core values. So I'm wondering how long did it take in the, in the evolution of the very startup of your company, kind of where you're at now, how long did it take before you said to yourself, I think we got something pretty special here. Was there a moment where that just flashed into your awareness? Like, I, I think we've got something here. Yeah. I would say after this last year, um, going through the pandemic, it it um, definitely 
switched a lot of things and changed different things. And I really saw a lot of our team rise up. And I think that Mm. um, if we didn't have our amazing team that we have, we probably wouldn't have been able to get through it as we did. Like we were able to um, sit down, well, virtually, like we went virtually. Fortunately, you know, working in software, you can work at home virtually for the most part. That's so we're right. Very yep. Fortunate there, and um, you know, being very open and honest with the team, and in um, you know, just having an approach that we're all important, and we don't want to try. We want to work as hard as we can to not have anyone get laid off. And if we have to, you know, freeze raises, then that's what we're going to do. Or if we have to make a a pay cut across the board, so everybody, you know, has it, it's the same across the board, then that's the right thing to do. Um, Right. In in making that decision mutually as a team, um, I think is important. And for people to understand it and have it be open so that they can ask questions. And I think the fact that we're able to get through all of that um, and, and continue, you know, growing and expanding, um, I think that I'm like, okay, this, this is going to work. We're good. (laughs) Right. And obviously that was recognized by Michigan 50 companies to watch in 2020, because it was a, it was a tough year last year. And there weren't probably a lot of companies doing as great as you were. So kudos to you for being able to land on a list like that in a really, really tough year. But you know, Stacey, I mean, it it seems to me that when you hire a team where you focus on innovation and creativity and pushing people to do what they love and expand their boundaries and their knowledge base and encourage them to reach their their potential, their highest potential, not Mm -hmm. just professionally, but personally, I mean, you've created a culture and environment that's trusting and really counts on you for guidance and direction. And and they'll do, you know, it sounds like they'll do just about anything for you because they trust you so much because you've had the highest good in mind for them and for your customers. I mean, what a great culture. Yeah, that's what we try for. <laughs> it's really, really awesome. Let me ask you, what are your plans for the future? What, what, what does the future look like for Rave Engineers? What do you got planned? Yeah, it's super exciting. So one of the, um, something I'm really proud of our teammates for being able to do with COVID is, um, like I said at the very beginning, one of our customers is uh, aerospace. So I'm sure everyone knows aerospace was, wasn't a great year for that. And so a couple of our projects didn't start out when we thought they were going to with um, COVID and everything. And so we were able to invest in some internal work that we had wanted to do for a while and create some really cool internal products that um, we are now, we developed them and are working on them and testing them and have implemented them and, and are using them for one customer and two actually, and then and then more. And so the fact that we're able to do that, I think is amazing. It um, is. Yeah, and then, and so, um, so for the future, we actually just next next week we've hired our first full time non engineer <laughs> who will start, and so he's going to specialize in marketing and sales and communication and try to help us um, market this internal product to other customers across the board. So that's a pretty big step for us, and the fact that we were you know felt comfortable to do that I think is a, a pretty big accomplishment. So that is huge. Yeah, that is really huge, Stacey. I mean, that could explode your business literally overnight, right? Yeah. 
when other other potential clients hear the hear the story of your company and what a pleasure it might be to work with you. Yeah, lots of opportunity coming down the pike. Let me ask you as we close. Are there any entrepreneurial lessons that you might want to share with our listeners if if they're in startup operations or thinking about a startup or you know anything you think would be helpful for others to learn that you learned along the way here? Yeah, I think biggest thing is to um, invest in your team, invest in your community, and invest in the younger generations. And when I say invest, it doesn't necessarily have to be financial investing, but it should be um, time, because sometimes time is more important than a financial investment. Yep. Yep. Agreed. Yep. Time, time to listen, time to understand, not yep. just a financial investment too. Time in the community, time in your people, yeah. time in your customer. That, those are, that's really, really yeah. great advice. All terrific advice. And um, we're just so excited for your success. And the story of your success is one that we can all learn from, right? What it means to really win the war for talent, you do not have trouble attracting engineers to come to your organization and they stay. Your turnover is very, very low because you've created this amazing culture there. And we just think it's it's terrific and it's something that we can all learn from in our own organizations. Thank you so much. Yeah. Again, we've been talking with Stacy Paul, Stacy, the CEO of Array of Engineers in Grand Rapids. And we're so thrilled to learn about her company and her success and winning the war for talent with culture. Stacy, thanks again for being our guest today. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to The Welsh Wire. We hope you'll join us for the next episode. For more information, visit welshandassociates.net.